Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the Manic Candace podcast, everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're listening. I am so happy to be back. I know it's been like 30 hours, but I'm here. So let's get to it. Today, we're going to talk about poor little rich girl, and that is me. I went from a rich girl to poor overnight, and we're going to talk about it. It was a traumatic experience, definitely one for the books, but definitely one experience that made me stronger and I think made me more relatable. Um, For those of you who haven't been following me that long, it may seem that I have it all, but I don't. Um, Social media causes mental illness and we'll do a whole episode on that pipeline. But before we hop into anything, before I get too deep into anything, visit the links in the description below. Follow us on Instagram. Ignore the Patreon for now. Just don't worry about it. Follow me on Instagram at the Manicandis Podcast and MDMAQ. Go to MDMAQ.com for your fine art print and your coloring book and for your Puff Pass paint party tickets. That's right. We are bringing it back. I'm so excited, you guys. I'm so excited to be back doing the episode. So in our pop culture segment today of the Man That Candace podcast, Elon Musk and SpaceX is being sued for $285 billion for alleged Dogecoin pyramid scheme. The lawsuit aims to represent a class of people who've lost money trading Dogecoin. Raise your hand if you invested in Dogecoin. So apparently, Elon Musk is being sued. Let's go ahead and read the article. I am not giving financial advice. I am not giving financial advice. I'm simply bringing you pop culture news. This broke on Thursday, June 16th. So Elon Musk and two of his companies, Tesla and SpaceX, are facing a $258 billion lawsuit, according to Thursday reports. Bloomberg today reported that an American citizen is suing the world's richest man for allegedly pumping Dogecoin. The lawsuit alleges that Musk was part of a racketeering scheme to back the cryptocurrency. Defendants falsely and deceptively claim that Dogecoin is a legitimate investment when it has no value at all, Keith Johnson, who filed the lawsuit, said in the complaint. Johnson is seeking class action status for the suit and aims to represent other alleged harmed investors. Dogecoin was originally designed in 2013 as a joke and to poke fun at Bitcoin, but it went from being an obscure meme coin to arguably the most talked about digital asset in this space during 2020 and 2021. I remember asking my mom for money to invest in Dogecoin because I was so excited about it. This is not financial advice. This is mainly because Tesla CEO Musk would turn posts would, would post memes about it on Twitter and he would and in turn pump his price. This is true because people who don't really know much about cryptocurrency, which is pretty much everyone, we were just I was looking to Elon Musk for advice. I was looking to him, I was just like, hey, if this guy this guy's got a billion dollars, he must know what he's doing. I have to go where he's going. If he's going to Doge, arguably Elon Musk could be in a lot of trouble. And he's not really American. He's African American. <laughs> the rest of the article says, 
It is now the 11th biggest digital asset with the market cap of 7.5 billion. At one point, the figure was as high as 88 billion, bigger than the market cap of any companies in the S&P 500. But according to Bloomberg's report, Johnson wants to represent people who lost money trading the asset. He is asking for $86 billion in damages, along with triple damages of $172 billion. Johnson is also asking for an order blocking Musk and his companies from promoting Dogecoin and that Dogecoin trading contributes gambling, constitutes gambling under U.S. and New York law, Bloomberg reported. Kind of true. Dogecoin, despite being based on the meme of a dog, may have some uses. Most recently, Musk said SpaceX and and Tesla would soon accept the cryptocurrency for payment. And developers have been working with Musk on making it a Bitcoin rival. Other big names are also in all, are also all in one Doge billionaire business, Mark Cuban, who owns the Dallas Mavericks. He said that he believes Dogecoin has a value as a payment system. Of course, he's going to say that. This article was by. Matt DeSalvo from Decrypt.co. The current price of Dogecoin right now is five cents. Someone needs to put this guy in his spot. I mean, I like Elon Musk, but like, I just feel like he's overstepping. I feel like he's overstepping. Like this guy was about to be involved. He's a fame whore. He's a fame whore. You know, he had to be told not to be, allegedly, he had to be told not to go testify against Amber Heard or testify in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. He's messy. And he likes the spotlight. You can't tell me he doesn't like the spotlight. Doom, doom, doom. My friend Gabby last night sent me a TikTok. And this is the second half of our pop culture section. I watched this YouTube video yesterday. I forgot the name of the YouTuber, but I'm just going to summarize. There is a mental Ill- there's a TikTok to mental illness pipeline. And then I'm going to have to do some further investigation on that. That's going to be the next episode because it was really interesting what he was saying. Because he was like, TikTok is only showing you what sh- what you're going through. And it has so much data on you. So if you're feeling anxious, it's only going to show you anxious content. And it's only going to reinforce your idea that you have anxiety. And, you're, and even if you didn't have anxiety, for example, you can develop it just by watching these videos. It's kind of like a sugar pill effect. You guys, I'm recording in my second bedroom. With the couches and the pillows, the pink couch. It's quaint. It's cute. I like it. It's different. My ashtray looks like a gold heart. Ow, did you hear that? That was my neck. So, I went from a princess. I mean, my bedroom was purple. I had butterflies all over my bedroom. 
My bed set was butterflies. I kept all that. I was a princess. I had a desk. I had a house phone in my room. I had a bunk bed with no siblings. I had a TV in my room. I had a dresser with a mirror. I had a vanity. I had every single thing a girl could want. Everything. Now, I want you to imagine having that. Or I want you to imagine your daughter or your son having everything in the world. Having everything in the world and you worked hard for them and you provided for them and you just bought a brand new home. And you're happy. And you're happy. But seven years into this war with Iraq and the housing market is crashing and you, and, and, and your, your mortgage goes from $700 to $3,500. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? My mom came in my room one night in 2008 sometime. And she, uh, she sat me down and she said, Candace, and she was bawling, you guys, and I'm going to try not to cry. She was crying with tears in her eyes. She said, Candace, we're losing the house. And I knew what it meant, but I still didn't know what it meant because everyone was losing their house. Everyone was losing their house. I'm talking, you guys. Foreclosure, foreclosure, foreclose, 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 home foreclose. Like people didn't want to give up on their homes. People didn't want to give up on their dreams. They were giving out homes to everybody, you guys. Regular people, just how they give out cars. Now cars are being gatekept like homes. It's sad. People are putting in offers and all this stuff and it's getting competitive and people are being outbid for cars. But like, the banks were just taking back the homes and and with everything going around, with everything going on in the market with the houses, I wanted to buy a home so bad, but it doesn't even make sense because a house that I used to do drugs in when I was little is worth a million dollars. And I don't get it because it was worth 70 grand 30 years ago. The inflation is through the roof. Not only do you have inflation, you have high interest mortgage rates. That don't make sense. I think it was like at 7%, almost 10%. What happened to 1.7%? I like we're financing a million dollars you're talking about. So 1.1 million dollars, 1.3 million dollars people are financing. It's all going to crash. It's all going to crash in my opinion. I've seen this before. I've lived through it before.
all of this looks really familiar. Houses becoming unaffordable. Banks buying houses. And then when the housing market crashes, it's going to bail out the banks. The government. Again, I'm prefacing this. I'm not giving financial advice. I'm not giving advice on how to buy homes. I'm not giving advice on how to not buy homes. I'm just sharing my experience and the parallels of what I've witnessed as a child and as an adult. I have to accept the fact that I may never own a home. That's a hard reality for me. Because my home was taken from me, you damn it. And, I, and I'd be damned if, I, if I'm shut out that opportunity just because I don't make enough money. I make, I make good money, okay? I make damn good money. And I'd be, I'd be damned if a, house, if, a, if a crazy housing market is going to make me feel less than. Sorry, guys, I'm on my period. <laughs> on my period. I got it, finally. I was scared. I was like, am I pregnant? <laughs> <coughs> this blunt is amazing. <coughs> <coughs> I finally broke down. And bought a half ounce for $100. And I'm so blessed that I'm able to do that. I'm so blessed that I have money. And I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to be a poor little rich girl. Because on the inside, I still feel poor. Because on, like, on the inside, I, no matter how much money I have, no matter how much money I accumulate, no matter how much money I'm given, no matter how much I act like, you know, no matter how much, I will always be a poor little rich girl inside because there was a part of me that when I say I lost everything overnight, you guys, I lost everything overnight. And we'll get into that, but before we do... If you would like to sponsor the podcast, or if you'd like to sponsor Puff Pass Paint Party, email me at info at mdmq.com. Visit mdmq.com for your fine art prints and coloring books and your Puff Pass Paint Party tickets. I wonder why he's the greatest dancer. I wonder why better than the sea. He's the greatest dancer. I wonder why. He's the greatest dancer I've ever seen. He's the greatest dancer. <laughs> like I said, one by one, everything started to go away. Um, I used to do piano lessons. I used to do guitar lessons. I used to... So the first thing to go is the house. The second thing to go is my hair extensions. 
my makeup, my clothes. I never wore hand-me-downs, but I never, all the clothes I had, it's, it was like I had to stay, I had to stay that size or I couldn't change my style. So I was constantly buying pieces, like I was constantly wearing jackets. Ooh, if I had a jacket, I could wear that bitch every day. <laughs> There were things that I was thankful for because I was a poor little rich girl. Like the uniform aesthetic, I was thankful for that. Um, I was thankful for other kids who didn't have enough money, who didn't have a lot of money. Like Cynthia, she didn't have a lot of money and she understood. Like it was it was all about like having fun at that point, um, after school. When you go without, you have to like pick up the slack in other areas. So for me, I think I became artistic. I fostered my artistic because I had nothing else. I had nothing else. I couldn't go nowhere. I couldn't have any friends over because I couldn't afford to entertain them. I had no snacks. I had no water, bottled water. You guys, we went from having everything to nothing, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. Having a full fridge is a luxury. Having a full pantry is a luxury. Having a car, having a house that you, like having a house that you own, not renting, like renting is so unnatural for me. And I'm so emotional because I'm on my period. But like, it what? When am I not emotional? Ew! You see how I just switched up like that? Ew! Jesus, I can't cry on this couch. This couch is pink and expensive. My mom's bankruptcy was five years. So she filed for bankruptcy. That's so like everything that she owed got tied into one bill and she paid it off. But it took five years to pay off. So we were on a tight, 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 tight budget that her lawyer set for us. And we stuck to that budget every month for five years. We were only allowed to live in certain areas. We were only allowed, we weren't on Section 8, but we were only allowed to live in areas because they were a certain rent. Kind of like a Section 8, but we had a little more leeway, but we weren't under like a program. What else? It's like the cooking was different. We had to make more, we like, we had to make 
we were cooking more at home and we were stopped going out to eat. We would go out to eat like twice a week. At least every, at least twice a month. We stopped going to the mall. We stopped traveling. We didn't see our family for like five years. Um, we stopped buying new things. We started selling things. I got a job. And I started buying my own things. I remember realizing that I couldn't wear makeup anymore because my mom couldn't afford to buy me makeup. And then I remember, like, getting straight A's. And I asked my uncle, Kim, like, can you take me to the Mac store? So I worked so hard to get straight A's because I was running out of makeup. I got straight A's, and then he took me to the Mac store, and then he bought me everything I wanted. I got all the brushes, I got all the basics, the primers, everything. It was so bad, his bank thought it was fraud, and they called him, and they declined his card. But he was like, no, I'm just taking my niece shopping. It's the little things that matter, you guys. It really is. It's the little things that matter. It was very traumatic not getting gifts for Christmas anymore. Oh, poor little rich girl didn't get gifts for Christmas anymore. Oh, I didn't get Christmas gifts my whole life. I know a lot of you went without. I'm not trying to say I had it worse than you. I'm just saying I had an experience that sucked. Okay, can we just have some mutual respect? I'm not trying to play the struggle Olympics. Side note. I went to Wow Wow Lemonade again. I got a lavender blackberry lemonade. It is divine. It is divine. Highly recommend. I think the bankruptcy became really apparent when I went to college because it was like it was weird it was like more like a seven-year bankruptcy because she had to have a budget for five years and then couldn't do anything really for two years after that like, as far as, like, so, basically, it was, like, seven years. So, she, so, basically, seven years. So, that was, like, my whole high school and my freshman year of college. And her husband at the time really helped out in terms of, like, helping her 
heal and get through it. And I'm very thankful for him for that. And sometimes I forget that. That he was there when she was broke. I feel like an asshole. I'm just very protective over my mom, okay? I'm just very protective over her. So, I always knew that the money would come back into my life. I always knew that the bankruptcy was temporary. But going without was just impossible for me. Like maintaining my, I'm sorry, maintaining my lifestyle was proving damn near impossible. So I did the most and, and the worst to keep my lifestyle. I sold drugs. I went to ASU and sold drugs to keep my lifestyle. I was buying trips, I was buying clothes, allegedly. I was doing all types of stuff, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. But now I can do great on a budget. I have no boundaries though and it's a problem because once i got the money back i didn't learn how to save didn't learn that and that's something that they can't teach you you can't teach stupid Polly water cracker. I think I should get off her first. I think she wants some water to put out the blowtorch. It isn't me having clean, <laughs> dirty wing. Let me take a ride. Hurt yourself. Want some help? Complete myself, got some rope, haven't told, promise you, haven't you, let me take a ride, hurt yourself, want some help, to please myself. Polly said, Polly says her back hurts. She's just as bored as me. (laughs) You guys, for season five, we are going to explore all types of subjects and music. And I'm going to read you the season five episode names. Beyonce part one. Beyonce part two. Him. Nirvana part one. Nirvana part two. Bad Bunny. Lil Wayne and Young Money, Doja Cat, Kid Cudi, Kodak Black, Emo Era, 
2000s alternative rock, Night at the Roxbury, Reggaeton, Classic Rock, Black Sabbath, Type of Negative, Katy Perry, City Girl Era, Daft Punk, Toxic Mumble Rap, Biggie vs. Tupac, Techno, Tame Impala, Coachella, Azalea Banks, Dre, Gucci Mane, Destined Music, and the SoundCloud Era. So I think that's 30 to 31 titles. <coughs> I'm so excited for that to happen. When I was in college, it was so easy for me to compare my life to those around me. But, like, those around me couldn't relate because they had money. Like, the way I have my mom giving me money, they had it back then. And I was so jealous. I would pray a lot. I wish that could happen to me. I wish... That was my mom. I wish my mom could do that. I wish, 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 I wish. And here we are. Like I said, I think I asked for too much. And that's why this Friday, I plan on giving back. I don't know how. I haven't decided if I want gifts to do gifts. Or what? And if I do, what kind of gifts? Shawty swing my way. Shawty look good to me. Now would you please swing my way. Shawty swing my way. I'm gonna go to the pool. Visit the links in the description. Follow us on Instagram at the Man and Candace Podcast and at MDMQ. Visit my website at MDMQ for fine art prints, coloring books, and your Puff Pass paint party tickets. Woo! If you'd like to sponsor the party or if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, email me at info at MDMQ.com. Please allow one to two business days for a response. So good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.